Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Beyond Nourished podcast. My name is Rochelle Jardin. I am the founder of Beyond Nourished, a personal chef service here in Vancouver, Canada, as well as the creator of the Holistic Chef Certification and Business Training Program. And I happen to have a lot of experience in the kitchen being a private chef for over 10 years. And today's episode is talking about two pieces of equipment that I love so much that I know many of you are constantly trying to decide uh, which to purchase and or which to use in which circumstance. So I'm going to get into my personal experience in using the Instapot and also the slow cooker. So if you don't have either one of these, this is a great episode for you to decide maybe which one you want to buy out of the two, or maybe you decide you want to buy both. And if you do have them, you might come up with some new ways of using them um, by the end of this podcast. So let's dive into it. First of all, I wanted to talk about what an Instapot is. This is very much a new piece of equipment that's been on the market for the last couple of years. I think that it came out over kind of a Christmas season and it was all the rage and everybody was talking about it. And what it is, is it's just a the most common um, piece of equipment right now in the name Instapot is the brand, but what it is is just an instant pressure cooker. And this one, the Instapot, happens to have many different settings to it. It's a multi-cooker, so you can do many, many different things with it. But essentially, people buy it for the pressure cooking settings, and that ranges usually from like 240 degrees Fahrenheit to 244, so really nice high heat um, in there to cook things really fast. And on the other side, the slow cooker, as the name uh, basically entails, is something that cooks things at a very slow rate, usually at a lower temperature, somewhere between 175 and 200 degrees Fahrenheit. There's usually only two settings. It's very straightforward to use, and you just need more time than you would a pressure cooker. So you can see already where you're weighing out what makes the most sense for you, or you know how are you going to use this in your day-to-day cooking. So I would love to get into a few of the pros and cons that I found in using them. And I'll start off by saying that when the Instapot came out, I actually was very skeptical about using it. And I was actually a little bit intimidated because there are so many settings. You can make yogurt, you can cook rice, you can slow cook, you can pressure cook. There are many things and modes that you can do and it all just was too much for me in the beginning and at that point I loved my slow cooker it was something that I could put on at night I could look at it in the morning and it be cooked perfectly it didn't require a lot of thought Um, it was a really wonderful tool for many years especially when I started to do more meal prep style cooking uh, for myself and then for my business It was something that just cut time and efficiency in the kitchen because I could have other things going on. In Beyond Nourished, we talk about recipe stacking a lot. And this is the perfect uh, example of that where you're having one piece of equipment do the work for you while you've got other things going on at the same time, cutting down your time in the kitchen. So this is something that you want to consider. Um, You know, do you do you have time? Do you want to do this overnight? Is doing something short and fast uh, better for you? 
Eventually, my staff convinced me that we needed to use the Instapot. In fact, it was them learning how to use it every day and not having to think about their clients' menus the night before that got me leaning into it and interested about it. And so I started really basic. Um, I asked them for some pieces of advice. Um, and a couple of the things that they said were, number one, when you're looking for recipes online, be sure to find recipes that speak to that particular piece of equipment. And what I mean by that is if you go on online and you find a beef stew recipe, but it was made in the slow cooker and you use the same instructions for your Instapot, even if it's the slow cooking setting, the two pieces of equipment do not work uh, exactly the same. They The pressure cooker essentially holds moisture in much more than a slow cooker would and I've tried doing them the same amount of time, same recipes, and they just don't turn out the same. So first of all, make sure that when you find a recipe you, you're using um, a recipe that has made it in whatever piece of equipment that you're using. And the other thing is to just experiment and that is something that sometimes I'm not willing to do because oftentimes I'm not cooking for myself I'm cooking for other people but it made me get out of my own way and uh, practice on myself first and after a few times I realized wow this piece of equipment saves me so much time and it's actually not as intimidating to use as I thought even though I haven't used a number of the settings the amount of times that I've used the pressure cooking settings is insane. And the fact that you don't have to think too far ahead of time, um, if you're somebody who doesn't necessarily plan that far in advance, or you like to have things done in a very short amount of time, I definitely found that the Instapot is a lot more um, usable than uh, the, the slow cooker. Okay, other things that I have learned in using both of these items. Uh, one thing is that the slow cooker is very forgiving, whereas the first time that I used the Instapot, I... <laughs> I was making, uh, actually at a friend's house back in Saskatchewan, I was making some a recipe that I had found online. Uh, it was like a sweet and sour chicken and rice dish. Um, but I, I'm so used to just improvising. I didn't really follow the recipe that much. And when we made it in the Instapot, it burnt. So my first experience in using the Instapot was actually one of complete failure. Uh, however, that allowed me, that allowed me to, um, you know, remind myself that when trying out new equipment that maybe following a recipe is not uh, the the worst idea in the world. Uh, I can't outsmart something that I actually don't know how to use. So following the recipes is also really helpful uh, in learning how to use the equipment and then being able to experiment therefore um, afterwards. But another thing that I love about the Instapot is the rice cooking function. I didn't think that I would even attempt this and then I was put in a position of having to have rice cooked in 10 15 minutes um, when usually it would take you know 40 to an hour and it came out perfectly the interesting thing too is that you can cook large batches of rice it is the same type of recipe um, the same ratio I should say and it takes the same amount of time and right then and there I was like okay I'm sold I love having both of these pieces of equipment in my my house however if I had to side with one piece of equipment if I 
had to tell you which one I get the most bang for my buck out of, it at this point would 100% be the Instapot. I love being able to cook cheaper cuts of meat uh, for, um, you know, obviously uh, way less time than it would take doing it in my slow cooker. I love not having to think about things too far in advance if I'm feeling spontaneous. I love that I can make multiple um, dishes at once in a day that would normally take me, uh, you know, a couple of days over eight hours in the slow cooker. So I love, I love my Instapot now. And I have to say, if you guys are on the fence about it, I highly recommend that you start with the Instapot. If you're not finding that it uh, is, is suitable for your knees or you do find it too intimidating, you know, you can always go to the slow cooker. But the truth is, is that if you don't have one of these, the slow cooker, um, sorry, the Instapot does have a slow cooking function that um, my staff would say creates a better uh, quality of meat they find it a little bit more tender a little bit less chewy I personally haven't had this experience um, I find that the slow cooker puts out a very similar product to what I find um, in the slow cooker the thing that is different though is the quantity of liquid um, when you use the slow cooker function on the instant pot so there's just some really minor things that I find um, are different that's why I'm saying stick to the recipe that speak to uh, each of the pieces of equipment individually. But if I had to wrap this podcast up, I would say if you do not own one of these pieces of equipment and you are curious about them, if you're looking to save time in the kitchen, the Instapot is worth all of the hype and it does um, stand up to everything that people are saying about it. Remind yourself when you're starting to use it that there is a little bit of a learning curve. So if you are intimidated, just take some deep breaths, find some uh, recipes online, talk to people who have them and ask them for recipes that they find work really, really well. Uh, maybe I'll link one or two of my favorite recipes um, at, in the show notes of, of this podcast. But as always, these are just quick little tips to help you in the kitchen. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. A little piece of news as well this week, we've got a wonderful free class happening online uh, next week on March 22nd as well as March 24th, I am talking about my experience in becoming a holistic chef and how you can too earn extra income if you have a passion for cooking. Uh, I would really tune into this. Um, it is happening, yes, as I said, next week. So hope to see you guys there. All the details will be below. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast.